Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Who's my man? Me! That's also the the theme, the wife talk. If you remember. Wife talk, wife talk. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when your wife hates you? We're back. Marks and Reese. Hello. Hmm? Apparently, Joe DeCameron needs to be locked up. What the hell do you do now? I I don't know, and I can't wait to hear. So, Jack... (laughs) This was from this morning? Yeah, so it was from this morning, uh, and he's first going to lay out what happened, and then he's going to explain how he ended up in that situation, and I think we need to determine if he, if we need to call 911 immediately, okay? All right, just go for it. Let me hear it. I really was not going to say this, but <laughs> I just thought I cannot believe – we still both cannot believe this occurred. I bit her this weekend. Oh. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? I bit her. On purpose. What? Uh, so on purpose is an interesting uh, question. <laughs> what? So okay. here's the, here's the circumstance. You don't want to run this bias during the break. So <laughs> let me just frame this, and this is not going to reflect well upon me in multiple ways. I'm having a dream, and it relates to our drop of the week from Friday. I got my buddy Chuck on the left. I got my buddy Justin right in front of me, and I'm trying to play them audio from drop of the week. People told us drop of the week was fun well, last the week. People loved it, yeah. So I'm trying to play it back on my phone, and my buddy Justin is, like, tussling with me in the dream. And he's, like, he's a strong dude. I can never win a fight with Justin. He's strong. So I'm trying to – but he's kind of, like, giving me a shot, but he's, he's only going Have about 70%. Have you tried to fight Justin? Well, we've, I mean, we've been friends for 30 years. You oh, get okay. enough physical encounters. I mean, you know, it's like he's so – he's beating you down. He's beating me down plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. And so in the midst of this, all of a sudden out of nowhere, I hear – you just bit me. And I'm like, what? And then I realized in the dream, oh my goodness. in the dream, oh my I goodness. went to bite my friend Justin, which doesn't speak you well to me. Really? I bit her back oh my while God. we were sleeping. Oh my God. I bit her back, and she said, I clenched on for about two seconds. Oh, is and there she a goes, mark? There's a little bit. It's oh not much, God. but it's a little, little <laughs> bit. I bit her wow. while we were both sleeping. So when you asked me was it intentional, John, I don't know how to answer that question. There you go. That's a strange cat, man. That's a strange dude. Um, I, I don't know if, I, if, if Amy is going to press charges uh, on that. It didn't seem like it, was, uh, it broke well, the skin. You never know. She may have liked it. I, that, that's the other thing was that's where I thought it was going, where yeah. it was going. The biting. Well, it could be something that he did subconsciously, knowing him and his ways. He'd probably been thinking about this a long yep. time, and he just didn't know how to bring it out. And he decided, you know what? This may be the night that we tried. Yep. Let me see how she reacts to this. Chomp. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying that he was dreaming about two dudes that he was uh, friends with, and he bit one of them. <laughs> Jack, what do you think? I see that morning show's got a biting problem, man. <laughs> Sounds like it. With the camera, seltzer. Yeah. 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 We just oh, waiting on right. Richie's story about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. did he bite somebody or was he bitten? <laughs> he probably uh, got bit. Um Yeah, yeah. Joe Joe Was the camera wearing high heel shoes as well? Oh god. <laughs> and stockings. Yeah. I mean, what else? What's next? Yeah. I mean, he could have turned that into something if he was a, been a real player about the situation. As player, not player, player about the situation. He could have turned that into something in the middle of the night. Yep. Yeah. Well, he said it was at like 9 a.m., so. Of course it was, yeah. Damn, he, only he is still and sleep, and both of them sleep still at sleeping. nine, biting right. people. What the hell was he doing the night before that he's sleeping <laughs> nine? 
<laughs> Playing Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, like <laughs> what adult stays in the bed till but, nine unless you've been up all night? But what was she doing the night before if she's still sleeping as well? I oh, think- no. It, it, believe me, it's, I, I'm trying not to be disrespectful to Amy. I'm just focusing on him. I'm sure right. this is a couple things. Right. It was, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and in fact, I don't want to know what they were doing, being up late. No, you, I mean, because honestly, some some guys are frisky in the morning, right? Like, frisky in the morning. Not, not that it, you know, ever goes anywhere, but um, yeah. So maybe the camera didn't even realize what he was doing, and he right. started biting her because he was feeling frisky. Yeah, I mean, listen, that happens. Yeah, that that happens, and yeah, maybe that's where he was at, and he needed to come up with an explanation as to why he did it. Right. Did he, did he buy that with the dream? I don't buy that. With he wanted that. to bite his friend Justin. Yeah, I don't buy that. Yeah, before like, the... again, what grown man wants to bite another man? So him. <laughs> I said this before, and I'll say it again. If you said anything, anything Jody Camera said or did this, uh, other than criminal it's or believable. things like that, I, w- I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Anything other than badass. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, today he's playing. Uh, apparently, after the show, his big, you know deal with the day was he's playing techno techno bowl or whatever against techno his friend uh, i guess they're 62 and 61 since college so it's a big matchup right they'll be biting each other <laughs> during halftime yeah <laughs> and, and i just realized something this camera in here this is for the morning show correct yeah yeah i didn't realize that they, they put their first uh segment out yeah well yeah yeah and i know it's on my timeline everywhere and i'm like why am i seeing video of the morning show that's why. And then I realized I, this camera's in here right now. Right there. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you can see Joe's chompers every day if you want to. <laughs> chomp, 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 but, chomp, but chomp. The problem is it's it's at 6 in the morning when they start, and it, it's not well lit in here. Oh, it's dark out. Yeah, so it's almost like he's doing, like, you remember Leon from Ladies' Man? He's he do <laughs> the, 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 doing one of these radio shows where he's lighting incense and candles in here, man, <laughs> with John Ritchie sitting over there. He just needs a little bit of a different wardrobe, and he would. Well, would, yeah, he, he exactly. Put him yeah. a damn house coat, right. then we understand why he's biting Amy in the morning. <laughs> we understand. Uh, turn the lights on in this place, man. Well, yeah, if you're gonna do well, video, he or, in the well, dark. he and John sit like they're doing a, like an intimate uh, radio show. They are. Well, but John better be careful. <laughs> you might get you. Yeah, but if Joe bit John, I, something tells me Joe. Would, oh, Richie's yeah. biting back too. Yeah. So yeah that, I don't think the camera would have come Joe's, out alive. Joe's not leaving on his <laughs> on his own two feet. That was happen. Richie might put him down. All right, well, there you have it. The trials and tribulations of Joe DeCamera, the biter. Doesn't need to go to jail, but he, you know. Joe Bundy. Oh, so you're saying maybe this, this lit, you're, you're, you're saying, yeah, yeah. like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer type, type stuff, Jack? Mm. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? Well, uh, someone called well, late and said they should change the uh, segment, uh, beat the hammer to beat the <laughs> Hannibal. Let's move on, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. You only had your beat the problem the other day. 215-592. Nobody beats their meat. 94-94. That's on the board already, I saw yes. it. Uh, Chuck and Mount Airy joins us. Hey. Chuck and Mount Airy, how are you, buddy? Yo, what up, fellas? What's hey. going on? Chuck? What's up, Chuck? I never knew Joe to be a woman abuser or domestic <laughs> violence. Amy might need to get a restraining order, man. What the hell's going on in that household? That could be next. Yeah, she's kind of late for that restraining order, but yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, listen, man. I was doing some thinking, right? And I think Nick Sirianni is an ass clown. Oh. Yeah, I do. I said it. I don't like the guy. To me, he's not a good coach. He's widening the coattails of great players. And I can't believe Holly Roseman and Jeffrey Lloyd allow him to ruin his team. You know, you fire a guy who's well-respected in that locker room, and you're going to replace him with who? You know why he fired him? Because he had his panties in a bunch after they had a conversation. Nick Sirianni's a hothead. You know what I mean? The more and more I think about Nick Sirianni in the beginning of the year when he got in two with that guy at the tennis, uh, the tennis court, I'm starting to believe a guy from New York. Uh-oh. Because, Peter yeah, from I'm Maple starting, Shade? You're taking Peter's yeah, side? I'm starting to believe Peter. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> Nick Sirianni can't control his emotions, man. You know what I mean? There's no reason why he should have fired that guy. I know why he fired him. They had a conversation. They got into a heated argument, and he said, I'm firing this guy. You know what I mean? And and you just can't make moves like that, man, without having a backup plan. All right, so you know? so Chuck, here here's what I would say is, do we really believe that this was a unilateral decision from, from Nick Sirianni where now all of a sudden Jeffrey Lurie 
and Howie Roseman are saying like, oh, no, whatever you want to do, Nick, it's all in your hands. Wait, we don't even care anymore, right? Like, I, I don't totally buy that. Well, why, why would Howie Roseman and Jeff Floyd want this man going? Maybe they saw the same things, or maybe Howie Roseman sensed the same things or saw the same things. I mean, of course, it. It, had to go, it had to go through Howie and Jeffrey, the final move. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm saying is it was Nick Sirianni's ultimate decision to do that. He had to go through them to make the move. Of course, you can't do it alone. Right. But they would – I mean, if it wasn't because – if Nick wouldn't have went to him and said, I want this guy going, this guy would still be here. You know what I mean? They should have gave him the, head co- the, the uh, defensive coordinator job anyway. But that's another story. Nick Sirianni doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? And I tell you, after a while, those players are going to start to tune him out, man. Because you're, now you're ignoring, you know, the locker room. The locker room respected this guy. And you fire him, you know what I mean, for, you know, out of, the, out of the blue. I mean, what's going on with this team, man? We just was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you got all this stuff going on, man. And I don't like it. And it don't smell good. You know what I mean? And I tell you one thing, right, Nick Sirianni, you two seconds away from being on the hot seat, brother, because I tell you, you ain't no Bill Walsh. You ain't no Bill Belichick. You ain't nobody. You know what I mean? You came here, you know what I mean, got an opportunity to be a head coach, and you ride the coattails of your coordinators and your players, and you think you're doing something. You can't even call plays right. You know what I mean? I see right through Nick Sirianni. He's a clown. Ooh. A clown. And I'll tell you right now, man, this team – is on the trajectory of going down with this guy as, as, as to him. You know what I mean? And that's just what I see, man. I don't like Nick Sirianni a little bit. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, Chuck. Appreciate the call, brother. I, I, don't, I don't see where all the animosity is coming from with Chuck, with, with Nick Sirianni. I, I really don't know. Um, I don't think Nick Sirianni – listen, you want to question a couple calls in the Super Bowl going, not going for it on fourth down, whatever. Okay. Um, but other than that, I, I don't think Nick Sirianni's done anything that would warrant that type of um, animosity uh, towards him. Not his fault he lost two coordinators. He lost two coordinators uh, this offseason, and he hired from within. And defensively, uh, it just seems like it seems like this sort of was presented to us in a way that it almost felt, it almost, at least to me, and maybe I'm reading this thing wrong, it just feels like to me that it's being presented like the head coach wasn't comfortable with Denard Wilson remaining on the staff, so he had to fire him. Like the details to that, I don't know right. what those details are. But that's the way it, it it seems like it's being presented that way from Marcus's read, right? Like we haven't really gotten that that sort of read from the Eagles that way but going by this piece from Marcus Hayes that's the way it's being presented to me yep ultimately the coach just said no you know like I don't think this can work right he's saying the right things and and he's saying that he would be fine but I just I I have to move on yeah yeah I mean if you break it down the simplest terms it's probably what's happening here maybe the defensive coordinator wants to bring in his own guys I'm you know I'm not really sure but um yeah just he but he's not bringing in a whole staff he's not no, I mean, I did, was there was there a thir- did did Sirianni worry about him being so respected in the locker room from a group of players that he thought it would undermine a new coordinator coming in? Well, well, here's what I would say about Desai. He's been a coordinator once for a year. For a year. Okay, did they reinvent defense? Like, where's all the cachet come from? To where you can make certain demands. That that's that's what I would wonder. Like, where's the cachet coming from? That, you know, you're, you're and, and I'm, we're hiring you, and I'm bringing in my guy, my guy, and, guy, and I'm firing, it, I'm getting rid of a guy right. that my players may like. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Jim, like, Jim Schwartz like, going to Cleveland's going to want to bring in some well, of his own guys. That's Jim Schwartz, a Super right. Bowl champion defensive coordinator with a lot longer resume. He's also a former head coach yeah. in this league. Yep. Where's the size resume that says all of these things? But he's a he's a protege of uh, Vic Fangio. That's the new thing that we're learning about the, right. the Eagles is they want to do everything Fangio did on defense, except hire Fangio, who I guess they could have hired if they wanted to. But Jan- Gannon, uh, Fangio, disciple. This guy, yeah. Fangio, disciple. Yeah. So don't expect this this blitz-happy defense when they're running, probably going to run pretty much the same defense they ran last year. Yeah. Let's go to Casey. 
in North Carolina. Casey, go ahead, man. What up? Man, what's good, Joe? What up? Jack told me I was next, and then I got pissed because I heard Chuck. I'm glad that Chuck <laughs> went in front of me <laughs> because, Chuck, you need to pipe down, bro. Like, I get that you're frustrated, but at the same time, we can question nigga all day long. But how many times have we been to the Super Bowl? I, I've been a fan since, since what? Westbrook was a starting running back. I ain't seen the ones. Yeah, yeah. I, just since, just, just since, like, I'm only old enough to see, you know, when you was in there. But when it was over. I only seen two, three Super Bowls. We lost two of them, one one. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm not, not. I'm not happy with just going. But the dude just in his second year took us to the Super Bowl, and now we question every single. And thing he did do. a great job. And guess what, Casey? If if he sucks this year, we'll want him fired. Just yeah, like yeah, that, sure. right? We're but let's let him suck first. Yeah. Straight down the street. I don't care about that. But today, just a few weeks removed from the Super Bowl, we give him a little leeway, like right. just a little bit, just a bit of grace. He's earned that. Now I agree. He's earned that. Yep. Yeah. He's earned that. My thing. My thing with Slay is this seemed like the writing on the wall for Slay because you see all this talking he's doing. And it's like every time he talk, I just want him to shut up. He's talking too much. <laughs> they haven't redone his, his deal. They t- considering bringing in Patricia, even though, you know, he's not his direct coach. It just feel like, you know, well, Slay not going to be here, so it don't matter if he's in there. And mm-hmm. Ike, you said something about uh, nobody having preconceived notions about Matt Patricia, but I kind of disagree with that because – I didn't have any preconceived notions about uh, Patricia until Slay came, and then you hear all the news about Slay. Well, we know that Slay's a, a captain, and he got the ear of a lot of the people, at, at the very least, a lot of the people on defense. So if Slay been talking enough to where we know about it, then you know he's been talking to where the rest of the defense knows Sure, but they're going to be Patricia. gone, though. The majority of those players will be gone. Yeah, yeah, half, half of them will be gone, but I mean – if if Slay was to be here is what I'm saying because I imagine Slay's gonna be gone. But if he was to be here, then that will it, it will cause some friction. And one last thing about mm-hmm. about the uh, this number one pass defense, you got me thinking. And I went to look. We were the number five team in in the average time of possession. So, I mean, you're not gonna get a lot of but the combination of bad quarterbacks that we had to play, plus the fact that we held the ball most of the game in every single game that we played. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not gonna get but so many yards on running or passing. Oh, so the, oh, so you're telling me it wasn't a real number one pass defense? Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Is that what on, you're saying? Man. I mean, that's what it feel like. Uh, you look at the numbers and you look at how it felt. I never felt like we had some devastating pass defense. <laughs> Never, not not one time did did, did I say to myself. Okay, I felt dude, like we had two two real the two best corners we've had in a really long time. Yeah, but if you're comparing it to to Nolan Carroll and and Bradley, <laughs> Bradley or whatever Fletcher. that yeah, boy, yeah, Bradley like, Fletcher, come on, yeah. So it's like, but but then it's like you look at the the, the previous year. Slay was getting oven roasted by Terry McLaurin and all of them. When he faced number one wide receivers, yeah, right. So what what happened? We boosted we boosted up the pass rush with with. Um, Sweaty had a year, and, and Hassan and mm-hmm. Hargraves, and everybody had a career year on that front line. Everybody back there gonna look. De- we what you said? Is, three, is that because they're hold, is that because they're holding coverage though? Oh, or it's just because Hassan and them get off their ass quick as hell. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody want to get that ball out their hand when somebody running at them like that, and you know Gannon running this defense where he'll let everything happen up underneath mm-hmm. him. Well, cool. Everybody throwing underneath, and then we running up and tackling. That's why. Uh, the linebacker that that Gary get paid a ton of money is, uh, is looking as good as he was. No, 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 not up, no. Kaiser looks T.J. Up. Edwards, oh, T.J. Edwards, yeah, yeah. T.J. T.J. running mm. up and hitting everything because they throwing it right in front of him. All right, Casey, they got to get out there. Good, All good, right. good stuff. All right, not really. Um, just just further proves the point of when you have a perception of someone, you ignore reality or facts and just live in your own perception and reality. Now, if I were to tell you my secondary consisted of James Bradbury, Darius Slay, Avante Maddox, uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and Marcus Epps, you're telling me those are five garbage players, right? Mm. No. No? No. Sound like the best secondary in football. Yeah, I think they were good. If I just gave you those five players, those five players, and I told you those five players played in the same secondary. Avante Maddox, James Bradbury, Darius Slade, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and Marcus Epps. Most people would say, 
that might be the best secondary in football. It should be three pro bowlers in that secondary. That's what most people would say. That's without me having to look at any numbers. So if I say they have the number one pass in defense, then we start qualifying it by quarterbacks and time of possession on the offense as if somehow somebody is running uh, uh, magic tricks and we're, we're putting bad players sort of behind these numbers. Because of what happened in the last game of the season. Who were they playing in the last game of the season? Only the best quarterback in the last decade of football. Right. And it's not So like it's he- unheard of that he would actually have success against the Eagles defense for a buck eighty. Yeah, it didn't have a didn't have a Tom Brady day like in the Yeah, we've seen, that's Bowl. a bad secondary. Yeah, that, was, that was bad. That's a bad secondary. So Pat Mahomes threw for the amount of yards that the Eagles average given up all year through the air. I'm talking about the secondary. Don't tell me about running the football and time of possession and all that other stuff. I'm just telling you, he got 180 yards. Yeah, it's a game that you're probably going to win. Or you you should have a damn good chance to win the game. I'm just talking about the passing secondary and people believing whether or not it was the best passing secondary in the league. Well, give me the other one. Tell me who's better. Then I'm imagining player for player. And you tell me which, which secondary you want. I don't even know who you would say. Is, who who would two be? I don't know. I mean, to your point, yeah. Yeah, give me the secondary that's better. I'll I'll match it with two, the Eagles secondary. 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. 215-592-9494. More Eagles coming up on the other side. Also some uh, some league news. I would imagine all three of those players will be in the top 100 next year. Um, talking about both Could corners be, yeah. and, and Chauncey have, Connor Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, sure, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, they, they were they were both ranked in at least the, the top eight or so of corners, and Chauncey Garner Johnson is going to be a top three paid safety. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right, coming up, we have Philly's Fever. Mm. What's going on with prized phenom prospect Andrew Painter? Do we have an update oh. on that elbow? And another key piece of, uh, of the Phillies had a homer today. Who is it? Don't miss that. That's coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WFP. Hey, listen, let's talk about uh, my dentist, Dr. Eric Pastor, who not only is my dentist, but he is, um, he's really saved me. He's an expert in um, snoring. If you're snoring, if you have sleep apnea, Dr. Pastor is the region's number one source for a dental solution in treating snoring and sleep apnea. And I just got to say the, the reaction and the feedback we've been getting has been amazing and Dr. Pastor and a lot of people are coming in for, for consultations and asking questions and saying, does it really work? Reaching out to me, does it really work? One longtime patient of his that's a WIP and a Marks and Reese listener, actually, they've been trying to get him to do a sleep test or sleep apnea for years. And he heard me talking about it and said, hey, I heard Mark's talking about it. Maybe it's something we should do. Trust me, if you're snoring and it's a problem with your wife or just a problem with you and you wake up in the morning and you feel like like crap, um, you have sleep apnea. If you have sleep apnea, that's dangerous. It's not good for your health. And Dr. Pastor and his staff, his team, can get an FDA-approved dental appliance that's often covered by your health insurance. So you reach out to Dr. Pastor. You talk to his team. They do the legwork with your insurance company. You get in for a free consultation. Contact Dr. Pastor today. He's the Warriors for Dentist. And make an appointment. 610-948-8518. 610-948-8518. Or online, his website is drpastor.com. D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pitch to Alec Bohm. Line drive straight away center field. Going back on it is Hayes and looking up and that one is gone. Just over the center field wall and it's a home run for Alec Bohm. His third of the spring and that cuts the lead in half. It's 3-2 Orioles. Uh-oh. Alec Bohm going deep again today. That's Greg Murphy on the call. NBC Sports Philadelphia Plus or something there, Ron? Jack Just Chris? MLB.com. MLB.com. Well, there you have it. So we more power. We wanted out of Bohm. I agree. He has provided more power in the, so far mm-hmm. in spring training. Looking good, man. That would help for sure. Um, Derek Hall also did he go deep today or was that just yeah he went deep again? Went back to back. Oh, there you go. So Hall is a candidate to be a left handed hitting DH slash first baseman. So there you go, Alec Bohm looking good. The uh, Phils and the Orioles tied at seven in the bottom of the eighth inning. I agree. Uh, starting for the Orioles today was our old buddy Cole Irvin, mm. who is now an Oriole. I did not know that until I just looked at the box score, Jack Fritz. There you go. Wonder um, if his uh, wonder, wonder if his girlfriend or wife has forgiven me because a couple years ago she told me to go play in traffic. So uh, you were ripping him on uh, on <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. Well, there you go. That guy. He yeah. He used to be there. Yeah, not anymore. We, we, we've adjusted. Yes. I was, uh, you know, a young kid fighting my way up through the ranks. You yes. know, the Phillies, uh, you know, people to follow. Didn't know any better. Yeah. At that point. Didn't know your own power, Jack Fritz. Um, so w- when did the players leave for w- World Baseball Classic? Because I don't think any were any of them in the lineup today or no. They're leaving tomorrow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not, not, not a lot of the regulars today against the Orioles. So they will be gone. We we will be down in Clearwater starting with our Wednesday show, I Grease. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Bryce Harper will report to camp on Wednesday. We're hoping he joins us on Thursday or Friday, crossing the fingers. Mm. So um, so we'll be down there. We'll have some good interviews, and we'll be on. the. There's a game on Thursday and Friday, so we'll be on the air while that, while that game is going on live in Clearwater. So those games are always fun when we do that. So that's later this week. Now, everybody kind of holding their breath. Andrew Painter after his start last week, complained of tenderness in his elbow. Andrew Painter's the 19-year-old prospect, best Phillies prospect in a really long time. Elbow problems. Jack Fritz, do we have any update? I know people were saying, oh, we're waiting for an update tomorrow on Painter. Is that coming after the game with Rob Thompson, you think? Hopefully, but uh, so far it's been absolutely nothing. Um, you know, he said they said on Saturday that they'd have an update on Monday, and it's Monday, and there's still no update, so... I don't know. That doesn't exactly make me feel great. But he's been talking about stuff after games when he when he talks to the media after games. Yep. So we'll obviously monitor it, see if he says anything. All right. So games in the bottom of the eighth, so we may know. Uh, but you would think it was positive they want to get it out there, right? Rather than have the manager talk after the game. Yeah, I would say that they're probably shutting them down for a certain period of time, and they're hoping that it you know they'll reexamine them in a month or two months, whatever it is, and and they'll hope that they don't have to do Tommy John surgery. But anytime you're talking about an elbow. That's um. It was Wheeler and Elbow last year, and they just shut him down, and he ended up being okay. He never had to have surgery. We'll see what he looks like this year, Ike. But yeah, I mean, he 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 had an elbow issue last year. Yeah, um, man. <clears throat> unless you're being, unless we're being told that this was just somewhat of a scare, and they just want to shut him shut him down for precautionary reasons. And then they'll get him back on his regular program. Obviously, he probably will be out of the equation as far as coming up with the um, big club to start the season. Sure, but could be a candidate to come up later uh, into the season if his if his sort of program has been pushed back a little bit. You would want to to be notified of that as soon as possible. Um, the longer they take, it, it does make you feel like they're bracing for. Uh, not necessarily the worst case scenario where you need surgery, but certainly something is more severe than this is just tenderness, sh- shoulder tenderness. I don't have the I don't have the feel that this is a they're just being overly cautious with a young pitcher. It'd be very easy to kind of get the word out to one of the reporters, like, like just say, "Hey, listen, this isn't official yet, but we're all right. Like we're not that worried about it." And then you can talk about it after the game. My condition, my feeling. 
and down, and they're they're worried they could be something worse, but they're not they're not there yet. Well, the scare is what they did with Sir Anthony a couple years ago. I mean, like Sir Anthony had an elbow had an elbow thing, and there and he elected not to get surgery, and he essentially missed about two and a half seasons. Now because like, and then he eventually had to get surgery. eventually had to get Tommy John, right? You know, uh, Bryce Harper, same thing last year. They're like, oh, just rehab it, rehab it, and, and we'll see if he tried the experimental thing so you don't need Tommy John, right. and then ultimately ended up needing Tommy John. So Yeah, right. I would think that would be a mistake. Um, he is a luxury right now, not a necessity. And more importantly, he is your future. So while he is a nece- I mean, a luxury right now, you can take the time out, and if this means – this season is another red shirt season. Oh well, it is. I'd rather have it taken care of now and have him ready to go in twenty four. You know, and ready to go versus trying to rehab, wait, rehab, wait, and then he has to have surgery in August, right. which basically rules out your twenty four as well. He missed two seasons. Yeah, yeah. He comes back and throws twice, and then the elbows bothering him again, yeah. and then and then you have the Tommy John. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So uh, you know he's nineteen. If he misses, yes. if he misses two years and he's twenty-one in this exact same spot in spring training in two years, I mean, we all want to see him pitch before that. But having a twenty-one-year-old that's now has a has a rebuilt elbow, which it was going to happen eventually. Somebody throwing that hard this early, you know, at It'll, some yep. point this is going to happen. Yep. And, and honestly, it sucks because I know we were all excited to see him this year, and, and I'm not going to downplay that part of it. That was one of the storylines that I was looking forward to watching develop as the season goes along. But I'd, I'd rather get it out of the way now. Yeah, It happens at the beginning in spring training. He could be ready to go by next spring training and start all over again. Like I, I, I would much rather have that. He's 19 years old. Better now than June yes. and then you're not having surgery until September. He's 19 years old. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, he's not. I mean, it was a, it was a pipe dream to, to think he was going to be anything significant this year, anyway. Right, like you said, a luxury. Yeah, yeah. If he would anything he would have given you this year, I'm like, this is awesome. So maybe you don't have that, but we'll we'll give you an update. I, we probably will hear something in the next half hour to an hour, and you know, Jack Fritz is waiting. You all right in there, Jack? I know it's a big week for you. Yeah. Well, listen. It, it more. The, the, ni- the nice part about how the team is constructed is they're not relying on Andrew Painter. Mm-hmm. And right. and obviously, like, we're all, you know, we all want to see him pitch. He's awesome. And, and he's, like, a l- real legit prospect. But they are built so well that, like, their five-star could be Bailey Falter. And it's not yeah. going to throw – it doesn't change the whole plan. It, right. Really, Andrew Painter just raised their floor. Yes. You know? So, it's it just more for a, a selfish fan it's reason. It's disappointing. Yeah, 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 no yeah, doubt. Yeah. I'm so, with but you. I just I, – I keep just fearing, like, they keep dragging this thing on, dragging it on, and then it's like, well, he's got – he did say he came in Sunday and felt better. I don't know what okay. that means. But that's also, like, a couple of days off from throwing. So, of course, the inflammation is going to go down on it. Right. What happens after you throw? That's really what is an indicator. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, it was just a scare. Yes, yes. Hopefully, that's the case. But I would envision he's going to take at least a little bit of time off here to, to make sure he's all right. This spot, this segment sponsored by Comcast Business Complete Connectivity. Before we get back to the phones, Derek Carr to the Saints, I grease, uh, four years, one hundred and fifty, and I'm just reading what's being reported: a hundred million in guarantees. Mm. Is um is at least what's being reported right Boy, now. Rich just keep getting rich. Yeah, so um yeah, so so that's what thirty thirty eight a year, thirty seven point five a year, hundred million in guarantees. So I mean, you know, like there was a story over the weekend that he was leaning towards the Jets, and I wondered that if that wasn't a little extra push to get some more money. Maybe the Saints said, All right, let's go. Saints got their quarterback. And now they they're the one team in the in the South that has a bona fide. Th- think what you want about Derek Carr. I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan, but now the Saints have a, have their starting quarterback. They don't have to worry about is it Jameis Winston, is it Andy Dalton, is it this guy, is it that guy. So they have their starting quarterback. The South the South's there to to be one. Mm. They just wonder if there's other quarterbacks that who are the other quarterbacks that go to those South teams. Well, he was never going to the Jets until Aaron Rodgers decides he's not going to the Jets. So. Derek Carr did the smart thing and not continue to sit around and wait for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision. Um, and he decided bird in the hand is better than two in the bushes, and I'll go ahead and sign with the New Orleans Saints. I'll go ahead and sign with the New Orleans Saints. So, therefore, I have a job. I'm already settled. 
I like New Orleans. It's the NFC South. I got a better chance of winning in the NFC South than I do in the AFC East, let alone the AFC. So um, it's a no-brainer to me for any of these quarterbacks that are moving. I would be looking to move to the NFC. Yep, for sure. It's a no-brainer. It's an easier path. Yep. Lamar Jackson down the Atlanta possibly if he gets dealt or – very interesting. Yeah. I mean, if Baltimore wants to give up – they want to give up Lamar Jackson because they can't come to an agreement with him. And, yeah, I would imagine there'll be teams out there. I mean, if I were the Jets, I'd be looking to get Lamar Jackson. That's who I'd be looking to get. He's younger. He is uh, box office. He's a former MVP. You want to get your fan base excited? Uh, that's someone they'd get excited about. It'd be false excitement getting excited about Derek Carr. Who the hell is getting excited about a sub-500 quarterback Got one playoff appearance. Lamar, like, Lamar Jackson. Like, 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 like you just would have been talking yourself into Derek Carr being something special, which he wouldn't have been. But Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers, who's a four-time MVP, that's different. Yeah, That's something you can sell in New York. Lamar Jackson, former MVP. That's That, that put him with Garrett Wilson and all those young players they got up good, there in New York. That's player. something to get excited about if I'm a Jets fan. They could take that town over. Yeah, Lamar going up there. All right. Well, I don't know if the Jets are taking the town over, but but, but it's I mean uh, it, it's a big story for it's sure. Busy. It's it's Lamar Jackson. It's a, it's one of the best quarterbacks available. If you can get one, the rest of the guys are just retreads. You know what they are. You're just waiting. Like Jimmy Jimmy G, who can also wind up in New York. You know, played in San Francisco. while Robert Sala was there, so that's the spot. He could also wind up in Vegas. But all those teams have to deal with the rest of the AFC. Whereas over in the NFC, all you got is Dak and you got Jalen Hurts, and now you got Derek Carr. There you go. You got Aaron Rodgers if he stays in Green Bay, which, by the way, that would be the smart thing for him. But if I'm Green Bay, you, 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 I bet you Green Bay honestly wants to move on from Aaron Rodgers and call it a day and just see what they got in Jordan Love, but they can't do it publicly. Nope. No, right. He's the type that'll hold a grudge. He won't show up for the retirement jersey ceremony. Like he'll literally hold a grudge against Green right. Bay. And I also I read um I read because he's guaranteed I guess fifty eight million this year. Oh yeah. And it's just a difficult contract oh, to yeah. trade unless he's agreeing to extend it. And it's not like Rodgers is his mid even mid thirties. So he's thirty seven. Is he? Is he thirty seven yeah, now? He's still playing. I mean, these guys are playing to their forties. No, I mean it just you would. Have, what I'm saying is you'd have to give him a new contract with new sure. guaranteed money to to be able to make it work most likely. Mm-hmm. So, not well, the, the money is there for him. Like he's getting the money, whether it's Green Bay or somebody else. Right. So a team that wants him, he's doing you a favor by restructuring his deal. Right. His fifty-eight million is guaranteed. He's yeah, he's getting that. All right. Twitter questions brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking to get engaged? Visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit Mark's-Jewelers.com. Damon in East Norriton. What is he up to? Because he's the Washington fan. Ike Reese, formerly of the Marks and Reese Fantasy League. Damon, what are you doing, man? I'm all right. How you doing, gentlemen? What's, What's up? up, D? And not much, not much. I uh, I, it's unfortunate, but these Alphabet Boys can be mad, a little mad. Um, Howie's about to wow out. Howie's about to lose his lose his mind, and I think that everybody's on the shopping block. From and I, I honestly think that he's going to attempt to do something big, like trade Jalen and AJ to Texas. Jalen, who? Jalen, Jalen, who hurts? Jalen hurts. Come on, man. We can't. We can't. We can't. Damon, we can't keep putting you on the air if you're calling up sounding like you, you need therapy or help. Well, you talk, listen, well how's he trained Jalen hurts? Jalen hurts. The one thing he didn't say after Super Bowl, there's money left on the table. You know why? Because all that money. He is the highest profitable chip in in anything right now in the league right now. He's not going to be more worth than anybody is. More than he is right well, now. I'm he just saying, why are the Eagles trading him, though? Why? Because how we think about the future, and he knows Jalen is not the future. Well, who the hell is the future then? Who's the quarterback we're getting? Um, Y'all getting Trent. Trent out of uh, Florida. Trent Richardson. I think he's, Trent Richardson. I think <laughs> yep. he's going to try to mortgage the whole house. <laughs> what you, Watch. Wait, wait for Howie. Oh, 
Well, Jack, I got would, you, bro. Jack would definitely applaud. Well, did Brian Johnson coach Trent, Trent Richardson? In Anthony Florida? Richardson, yes, he did. He did <laughs> coach not, Anthony Richardson. Yes, y'all gonna y'all gonna have a good good offense, but yeah, and, and y'all gonna after we trade the MVP. No, I say you yeah, keep you him, keep Hurts and AJ, you draft Richardson. No, Trent, AJ, and Slay. And, like and, a, and run both of them. Team. Yeah, run both of them at the same time. Do trick plays. <laughs> no, Trent, just just one. You don't need. Listen. Why don't you worry you about just, what your team, your what your, what your dog? We got Sam Howe yeah, down there, buddy. You be quiet. We we gonna stomp on you again. It's not. <laughs> listen, Big Brother comes to town every time and runs all over you. It's all not, right, not, and not, and that's one game, and that didn't matter at the end of the year, did it? Well, it, it looked like Kansas City used the same exact game plan on y'all. Well, un, unless, unless, and and they, and I guess they did, but unless, um, you know, unless, unless the Eagles win the Super Bowl, you can say that every year. Yeah, and if Washington was smart, they'd be trying to trade up to get Trent Richardson, Damon. No, nah, we solid. We good. We're gonna get Gonzalez, and then y'all gonna be stuck with Slate. <laughs> All right. Well, well, have, Anthony yeah, Richardson. Yeah, have have fun with <laughs> have fun with Sam Howell as your quarterback. About Trent Richardson getting confused with Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, listen, Trent's somewhere happy. Can, is he is an XFL team even taking a look or no? Trent was done when he left the NFL. No, but didn't Man, that didn't, was ten years ago? Didn't he play in the XFL when it was back around before? He played in one of those Trent other Richardson. leagues. Yeah, I think so. I have no idea. I thought he was done after the Colts. Well, he was, but that's probably the best move Joe Banner made. Yeah. He traded Trent Richardson to the Colts. And got a high draft pick for yeah, him, right? Yeah, he got a first round pick. Yeah. And he was t- and he was cooked. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go to uh and by the way, this segment is sponsored by Comcast. Sorry. Oh man. I totally lost it, Jack. Oh, you're good. You already did the beginning. Did I? Yeah. Uh, well you have it up on the on the screen. Sorry. Let's go to Andy and Defford. Andy, how are you? Yo, fellas. Andy. What's up, Andy? Yo. Can I get some of what that last caller was smoking? Trading Jalen Hurts? What is this guy talking about? Is he being serious? I don't know. It well, was he's a Washington fan. Like yeah. that, man. Yeah, so. They can't get on the air, clowns like that. All right, what you got for yeah. us, Andy? But, um, oh, my bad. But uh, as far as with weird personalities with the camera biting his girl in their sleep, who's got a weirder personality? That clown the camera, Aaron Rodgers dating the witch, or Ben Simmons? Who's weirder amongst those three? Weird. Um, I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers as far as weird. Yeah. Although the, the camera's running, he's, he's neck and neck with him. See, I don't Simmons think Simmons is, is weird. I just think Simmons is what he is. Yeah. Cooked. Yeah. I'm with you, Ike. Yeah. I, I, the camera's running neck and neck. A, a clown that bites his girlfriend <laughs> in his sleep. Mom does his laundry and played CYO basketball as a senior in high school. That's kind of weird to me. Yeah, no, com- no uh, yeah. argument here, Andy. Yeah, I mean, the only way you can be weirder if you go somewhere in a retreat for like four days and sit in the dark and eat mushrooms. And that's how he wins it. <laughs> or, 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 or if you wear a baseball uniform to work. That's kind of weird. I mean, yeah, that's on. true, well, too. Yeah. It was. It was odd. That's true. By the way, that's coming up on. in a couple weeks. <laughs> What's this, freaking game. Halloween year-round? Well, didn't Aaron Rodgers, didn't, who did Aaron Rodgers come to? Um, he reported a training camp at somebody. Nicholas Cage? Yeah, it was Nicholas Cage and Connie. Yeah, looks just <laughs> like him. <laughs> But uh, as far as with our secondary, because I don't want to waste all my time on that door. But late. as far as our secondary goes, I, yes. I mean, you you giving them the crown, but I, I think there's a more well-coveted secondaries in the NFL. I mean, you look at Green Bay with Russell Douglas. Johnny no, what, no, what I'm doing, I'm actually poking fun at at us, Andy, at our, at, at our own expense, right? Because we don't know if we want to be a good defense. We hate Jonathan Gannon. You got numbers. Like, we don't know what we want. Yeah, we don't know what. All I can tell you is, is that outside of Philadelphia, people would look at the secondary and say it's it's the best secondary in football. Arguably, arguably the best. They certainly would say it's the best duo of cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, and you throw Avante Maddox in there, you might be looking at the, one of the best trios of cornerbacks. I, in the I don't. I don't think they'd be saying they're the best duo. I mean, Jari Alexander and Russell Douglas, Patrick Tertain and Ronald Darby. And you, you hold on. You're taking them over Slay and James Bradbury. I'm taking Sertain and Darberry over Slay and Bradbury. No way. He's the best corner no in the way. league. I, believe me, I love Patrick Sertain. One of the Eagles to draft him. I know that. But you can't possibly think Ron Darby is better than either Slay or James Bradbury. No, I'm, I'm not, no he's not. But, I'm, but Patrick Sertain elevates. I know, I know you want to take the one guy versus the duo. But so. too bad Sertain can't guard two wide receivers. That's why they call it a duo. 
Yeah, but but with Slay, with, with you you love Slay. I mean, you you, you defend this guy. You want to pay him that twenty whatever plus mil, seventeen I mean, million. And mm-hmm. he wasn't a playmate. Hold on, hold on. So you don't have an alternative either. Why don't I? Why, do you I'm do? Not, okay, I'm not a but... GM. I, I'm, I'm just a stupid fan. I'm, I'm not a GM. I oh, hope the Eagles have an alternative. Man. Okay, okay. I hope well, the Eagles have a well, game Okay, plan. well, then don't knock me for wanting to keep known commodities. Yeah, but but we get we get caught up in that trap of holding on to players. I know, except for the ones that we except for the ones that we like. Then you would want to hold on to them, right? Why not? We do that all the time. Like, Cox, we kept him a year too long. I mean, Andy, what did he really do for I love last Cox. year? Andy, all I'm doing is poking at you, brother. I'm, I'm no different than what you're saying you are. I'm a fan that likes Darius Slay. If it was a player that you liked, you would be saying keep him. If it was a player that was productive. The I guy was just good. all pro. What are you talking about? Man, he was all pro off of his name. Not oh, my God. Man, off they, of his name. They had the number one passing defense in the league, Andy. I'm sorry. They played cupcake quarterback. <laughs> they had time of possession. I didn't hear any of this going into the Super Bowl. I didn't hear any of this. Come on, man. Slay ain't made a play since October. Like, what are I, we talking about? I with know, know what we're talking about is having selective memory. That's what we're talking about. I'm not. I just seems like you got selective memory. No, he I'm only not. making plays since October. I mean, when does guy make a play? I heard he shut down Justin Jefferson. What was that, week two? Mm-hmm. Like, what are he doing in the Super Bowl? What are he doing in the playoffs? Oh, he got okay. burnt. Okay, so what So what quarterback killed us passing the ball the last 10 weeks of the season? How about Dak Prescott? Oh, the one, Prescott? the one quarterback. I thought, that was, I thought that was Jonathan Gannon's fault. How about Aaron Rodgers with no receivers? They ran the ball. He didn't, he didn't light us up? No. Jordan Love was playing by the second half, right? No, Aaron Rodgers didn't light us up. Okay, so maybe we didn't play that many quarterbacks. But how about Daniel Jones? He ain't have a good passing game against us? No, he Daniel didn't. Daniel Jones, that guy? No, like, he didn't. what are we talking about? No, he didn't. There's actually, he didn't? there's actually nothing you can say about a quarterback that played us this year that would make me think we have a bad secondary. What, what? Except for Dak Prescott. Right, right, Dak, Dak, well, Dak Prescott is the only one who actually took advantage right, of the defense. Right, let's forget about the corners. Let's okay. forget about Bradbury and Slay. Okay. Gardner Johnson barely played most of the season, okay. right? You think our safeties? Are adequate safeties in the NFL moving forward? He like played Blankenship and who? Epps? Epps was a liability all season. Epps all was? All season long. Oh, I disagree with that. Oh, come on. I disagree with that. Liability so, where? What was what, in the where, I mean, game. Well, how many times? Well, I don't remember. What you mean? The Super Bowl when he got beat by Travis Kelsey, come the greatest on, tight end Epps. in NFL history? Who else was beating Marcus Epps all year? I don't remember well, they this. got him played 30 yards deep. He better not be getting beat. Well, make I'm up your saying. mind. Is he getting beat or not? I'm just saying he's a liability. Both of our safeties were a liability. Both of them. You can't say Both Gardner what Johnson. Both The guy had six interceptions. Gardner Johnson barely played half the season. He played 12 games. To me. He played 12 games. He, t- he played 12 games? What, he got hurt in week five? He played twelve games. Play 12 he games. twelve games and tied for the most interceptions in the league. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't want to question your math. He played twelve games. You don't have to. You question everything else. Question my math. I said he played twelve games. Now what? He played twelve games. And he led the league in interceptions. Now what? Where are you gonna go to next? Mm. I'm giving you facts. You're giving me feelings and emotions. You see the difference? It is odd because Andy is so positive, positive during the season, but now he's turned his back on the defense. I, I'm just giving you facts. You're giving me emotions and, and, and feelings that you don't like the guy. Mm. That's what you're giving me. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. If I tell you they gave up the fewest passing yards, you tell me they didn't play anybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. They didn't play anybody. That didn't, that didn't stop people from saying it was a good team. For, for They haven't beaten a quarterback in two years under this regime. A- Andy's had a couple of strange calls, Jack. Would you agree? I- I've had some feedback that, like, what is Andy talking about? Last well, he's passionate. Times, so. He is. Well, he got that part right. Yeah, he's got that. Hmm. <laughs> Help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. One solution for wherever business takes you. Comcast Business Powering Possibilities. All right, we're going to play Stay or Go on the other side, I Grease. Regarding one of the Eagles running backs, who is it? Hmm? And could it lead to the Eagles trading for another star running back? Stay or go? 
News coming out today. A star NFL running back on the market. Could the Eagles be in on that? We'll discuss it coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, the stretch run of the NBA season is here, and now's the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Now that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Oh, we got a big game tonight. Who is, uh, who is Philadelphia taking on tonight? Indiana. That's right. We got the Pacers tonight. Should be a W for the home team. Should be a W for the home team. Let's take the over in total points tonight. Not sure how much defense is getting played coming off the weekend. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. When I said the home team, I meant here in Philadelphia, even though the game is in Indiana. Yeah, I wanted to make that clear. I saw the way y'all were looking at me. I meant the home team for us. Yes, Philadelphia. Now, FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. That's why I really like the FanDuel app. So, don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash Ike. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash Ike to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.